Rugby is the flavour on the program now as we're joined by John Plumtree, uh, head coach of the Hurricanes. He's got uh, a rather a mouth-watering fixture coming up on Friday. Uh, they're taking on the Highlanders, uh, local derbies. That's what Super Rugby's all about. I'm sure the coaches and the players would rather there wasn't so many of them. They're quite painful. But from a fan-based point of view, John Plumtree, these are the matches we really want to watch. It's going to be a big one, eh? And welcome. No, thanks very much. Yeah, no, look, I mean, obviously... Uh we're looking, uh, we're looking forward to it, and I'm sure the Highlanders are as well. You know, these games are high tempo, high paced, and um, you know, bring the physicality bit to it as well. So, um, yeah, I'm sure this is going to be uh, a really good occasion for our fans uh, at the stadium. We've had a couple of adjustments to the Highlanders' side. The Smiths have come back. They sorely missed them last week, uh, along with uh, Luke Whitelock is coming back as well. So some adjustments there. What about with your side, John? What tweaks have you made? Um, the only the only uh, significant change is to putting Geordie onto the wing, um, so so he'll go onto the the right wing, um, and Chase Tiatia stays at fullback. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's probably the, the real big change. The rest of the team's pretty much the same. And what drove that adjustment out on the flank there? Um, oh, we just thought that Chase deserves another opportunity. Obviously, with Nehem on the scatter out. Um, for an extended period, we we we're, we're a bit thin in terms of our back three cover and uh, chase. We're going to need to rest Geordie um, coming up now for another game, etc. So we just thought we'd, we'd give Chase another opportunity. And Geordie's um, you know, had a bit of an experiment on the wing for the All Blacks, and um, we just thought we'd just look at look at him as well. He's got a, a skill set that. Might suit our kicking game. How we could change it up? We've got a left foot and two long right foot toms on the field, which could be could be handy for us. Uh, and obviously, Geordie's an excellent attacking player and defensively as well, and defusing high balls. And so, yeah, so I guess it's a good good opportunity for Geordie um, to to show you know all back selectors as well that he can he can play in a couple of positions in the back three, which could be handy for him later on. Sort of uh, a sort of a Ben Smith. Don't you, you you touched on the fact that you've still got to, he's got to have another rest, um, which is the case with the All Blacks. What about the first three weeks with the limited minutes? How do you think you coped with that as a coach and selector and as a team during those three matches? Well, we kept some players under the 180 minute mark, which was good for us. Um, I think TJ was one of them. Um, you know, Nani was one. So it was. But we did we did the job. But it wasn't easy. Um, but we got the job done. I mean. You know, people might say, yeah, but it cost you the Crusaders game, but because um, we rested some players down there. But you know, with three tough fixtures, Waratahs away, Crusaders away, and, and what was a pretty tough Brumby side um, at home, um, you know, I knew I knew it was going to be a tough tough start. So having to rest those key players um, in those three games, so. I guess if you look at the two out of three wins, it was, it was sort of you know, a reasonable start for us. But it wasn't easy, but I guess not easy for any of the teams. And um, and I guess um, the players integrate slowly back into, the All Black players integrate slowly back into the, into the competition. If that's going to be key going forward, then, yeah, I think uh, we, we did the job, so that's the main thing. So if you had your time again, you'd make the same decisions? There's no regret based on who you did and didn't rest over that period? No, I don't. I haven't given that thought. I'm not only looking forward. (laughs) (laughs) Break off your rear vision mirror, mate. It doesn't matter, does it? It's all about what happens up against the Highlanders. You'd have been a um, 
keen observer of what the Highlanders achieved or came close to achieving uh, over the weekend. They did pretty well considering the loss of some of their key players. Where do you see their biggest threats for this game that you're taking on um, ahead? Well, yeah, obviously their forward pack's pretty tough and pretty tall as well as Jackson Hemapo playing on the flank with a big locks as well. So, um, you know, their pack's always been really workmanlike and, you know, they never go away, the Highlanders. They, they've got a great spirit amongst the group and uh, obviously they're well led by the, like say, by by the Smiths and, and um, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're going to be a tough side to beat. You know, they've showed... Um, in the three games that they've had, they're well organised and um, play with a lot of character, you know, so yeah, we know how tough it's going to be. Probably you'll be focusing on more on what you can bring and after what happened against the Brumbies, uh, there's always something to work on, I'm sure, as a coach, but you'd be more than happy with what your guys presented in that game, uh, considering where you come from the week before. That was a, a pretty all-round perform, pretty good all-round performance, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that uh, performance was yeah was good. You know, I think um, I think everyone in Palmerston North enjoyed the occasion, and you know, for us, it's about getting our game going. And once we did get momentum, we managed to get our game going. But I also thought our defence was really good as well for the full eighty minutes. You know, we um, pretty much shut down their playmakers, which was part of the plan. And um, yeah, that was, was good for our confidence. So that's a massive thing in sport. So it's good as we've had a good week this week. With preparations being good again this week. So um, yeah, it was just good to you know put a game, put a game in that we could be really really proud of. And another game that Dane Coles can be very proud of. He's he's, he's hit the ground running, hasn't he? He's come back after all that time away. You can tell how keen he is to get involved. And that um, his. Uh, display out on the wing. Uh, I think uh, Nani Lamapi described it to me as being like something out of the Vodafone Warriors. He was David Fusaturing it over the, <laughs> over the side, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's Colsey's one of Colsey's massive strengths, you know, the way that he can play in wider channels and closer channels and, you know, mix it amongst the forwards, obviously. So that's makes him, want, you know, the, probably the world's best hooker, you know. But it was good for me just to see his, um, you know, after a a significant knee injury, just his um, his agility, you know, come back um, into his legs, you know, his stepping and uh, changing direction and, you know, he looked really athletic, you know, and um, so, you know, he's done a great job along with a couple of people that have helped him out in terms of, um, you know, bringing that um, flexibility back into his, his joints and um, he looking he's looking really good. John Plumtree, head coach of the Hurricanes, joining the programme, mentioned Nani Lamapi before. There, there were talks last year that maybe communication-wise he wasn't at his best, filtering down from the all-black camp. I asked him about that earlier on the week, but he doesn't like to talk himself up. I'm sure you know that about Nani. Uh, how do you think he's improved in that aspect of his game? Because plainly he's still an absolute barnstormer of a player. He's also delicate. He gets in the right place at the right time. But that communication issue, apparently, how's that working through for you, John? No, I think you know for the, for our players, you know, we get, we get a lot of our a lot of our players are um, fairly quiet characters, and and um, but you know if you get the, the guy that might be quite off the field, but on the field he's really noisy. You know, you might get a guy that's a, that uh, talks a bit more than others talk and sees pitches differently and pitches quicker on the field. So for Bowden, it's important that um, that we give him good information out on the field and. Um, as, a, as, as, as a guy like Nani gets more experienced and bearing in mind where he's come from, league background, as he gets more experienced and more confident, 
those those messages become more accurate. So uh, he's he's that 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 information that he's getting now is um, he's relaying back into Bodie with confidence. But you've got to remember that when there's you know a wall in front of you, sometimes it's just give it to me, Bodie. I'll 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 take it up, you know, and that's that's what he can do f- as well. So. He's growing his leadership off the field, which has really impressed us. He's he's come into our leadership group, um, so he's a big part of what we do at the Hurricanes here, and and he wants to be a big part of it. So that will help um, on the field as well. Like all rugby fans, looking forward to the game. The Highlanders versus the Hurricanes at Westpac Stadium in Wellington, seven thirty-five on a Friday night is the kickoff. John Plumtree, as always, thanks very much for your time and knowledge. Bye bye. Thank you.